Welcome to Where My Girls At, a textured air podcast about women in hip hop. We're your host, Mariah. Show me. And Brianna. This podcast is meant to recenter the narrative about hip hop culture around the people it came from. Black women. We're talking rappers, writers, producers, behind the scenes, the women who've made hip hop culture popular culture. And this first season is dedicated to the renaissance of women in hip hop we've experienced over the past 10 years, from Pink Friday to Wet Ass Pussy and everything in between. If you like this podcast, please be sure to leave us a five star review on iTunes and make sure you are subscribed. It really helps. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor.fm. Or right on the website, texturedair.com, where you can find more content dedicated to the metamorphosis of Black women. Now let's get into it. Last week, we talked about the rap beef and Nicki Minaj's crown being threatened by an old frenemy turned plain enemy turned first real competition in years. Today, we'll be talking about the not-so-regular-degular-schmegular girl from the Bronx, Cardi B. <laughs> so, Belka Lee's Marlena's Almanzar, or as we know her, Cardi B, came onto the scene through her notoriety of being a hilarious girl from Instagram who happened to strip. Through Instagram, Cardi B was able to become famous through making funny videos on taboo topics such as sex, money, and power. Through these videos, people were introduced to her honest personality. This was an authentic way of engaging with people by showing them the good, bad, and ugly of who she was. And because people responded to her positively, her following grew, and this soon attracted the likings of Love & Hip Hop New York. If you are unfamiliar with Love & Hip Hop, Love & Hip Hop is a VH1 franchise that follows the lives of men and women in the hip hop industry. The show has three locations, Hollywood, Atlanta, and New York. In the past, the show has followed popular stars from Jim Jones, K. Michelle, and Remy Ma and Papoose. Typically, the show revolves around relationships, partying, sit-down confrontations, and artists kind of working on their craft. One true thing about love and hip-hop is that no one really ever makes it out on top. It's usually where people end their careers. However, with Cardi B, it was different. When Cardi B initially joined the cast of Love and Hip Hop New York back in 2015, she was the first casted as a supporting role. However, as she spent more and more time on screen, people fell in love with her personality and her famous one-liners. A girl had beef with me, she gonna have beef with me forever. While Cardi B was on the show, it was clear her work ethic outmatched any of the other artists on the show. In 2016, she released her first body of work, Gangster Bitch Music Volume 1. This mixtape included songs like On Fleek and Forever, being her most popular. After gaining traction with her first mixtape, Cardi decided that she wanted to focus her efforts on her music, saying in a Vibe interview, I don't want people to think I became a rapper because I was on Love & Hip Hop. This was one of the ways Cardi B was proving she was earning everything that she has. Despite leaving the show after season seven, the Cardi B train was far from slowing down. In 2017, she released her second body of work, Gangster Bitch Music Volume 2. This mixtape is described as tough talk and rhymes from love and hip hop, Breakout Star. This album included one of her earlier notable songs, Lick, featuring Offset from the popular rap group Migos. Run up on me, you get hit. And know my bitches with the shit. 
With Offset featured on Lick, this started the rumors of the two dating. This had hip-hop fans chirping because not only was Cardi a rising star, she was also had one of hip-hop's most successful rappers by her side too. Although Cardi was gaining traction with her mixtapes, Instagram, and relationship with Offset, her big break didn't happen until Bodak Yellow. Cardi first teased the song in a brief Instagram video. The hype and the attention that the video received left her fans wanting more. And for those who hadn't heard of her, they knew who she was now. Cardi's flow on Bodak Yellow was similar to Kodak Black's song No Flockin' that was released two years prior. The origination of the song title is a play on Kodak's name. The B in Bodak stands for Bloods because of Cardi's association with the Blood Gang. Then the yellow comes from her complexion as a light-skinned woman. The song dropped June 16, 2017. So, upon its initial release, Bodak Yellow debuted at number 85 on the US Billboard Hot 100 chart in 2017. During its fifth week, it skyrocketed to number 14, becoming Cardi's first top 20 entry in the US. Later in the year, the song eventually rose to number one. In addition, Bodak Yellow topped the Hot 100 for three consecutive weeks, making it the second solo hip-hop number one single by a female artist in charts history, following Lauryn Hill's doo-wop That Thing in 1998. This was a big deal. Cardi received praises from the rap community including Lil' Kim, Missy Elliott, J. Cole, YG, Quavo, and even Nicki Minaj. In a tweet, Minaj said, Congratulations to a fellow New Yorker on a record-breaking achievement. Barty, this is the only thing that matters. Enjoy it. Needless to say, the song changed the trajectory of Cardi's career. She went from being a star from Love & Hip Hop to the next rapper household name. Following the success of Bodak Yellow, Cardi B kept hitting everyone with unforgettable features. She teamed up with some major hitters in the music industry, such as g Easy with No Limit, Bruno Mars with Finesse, and Jennifer Lopez with De Niro. She also dropped her first single, Bardier Cardi, with 21 Savage at the end of 2017. This was the first single teasing at her new album, Invasion of Privacy. Although the single was not as successful as Bodak Yellow, it still made the Hot 100 billboard peaking at number seven. However, her most notable work that year was probably her feature on Migos' song, Motorsport, featuring herself and Nicki Minaj. The song was a banger. It even topped the US billboards at number six. However, no one could have anticipated that this song would be the catalyst of Nicki and Cardi's beef. It all started here. In an interview, Cardi mentioned that when she first heard the song, Nicki's verse was not complete. And what she had is not the current verse on the song we know today. Despite that comment, Cardi continued to downplay the beef it seemed like her fans and the media wanted to see. A few weeks after that interview, Minaj did an interview of her own 
where she addressed how offended she was that Cardi would bring up her switching her verse. This led Minaj to Twitter to say, how could you say someone changed their verse and forgot to say Quavo told me to remove my singing part, which I loved. And Atlantic told me to remove your name from my verse per your request. So how were those changes gonna happen if I didn't change my verse? Despite this brief exchange of words, nothing seemed to come of it. In fact, the two were actually seen exchanging pleasantries at the Met Gala that year. Fast forwarding to April 5th, 2018, Invasion of Privacy finally dropped. This album included songs like Bodak Yellow, Be Careful, I Like It, and many others. In its first week, Invasion of Privacy sold a total of 235,000 copies and debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart. According to Rolling Stones, this set the second best sales week of 2018, right behind Justin Timberlake's Man of the Woods. On top of that, the album earned 202.6 million streams in its first week as well. Cardi had a fantastic 2018. Her album truly shook the industry and showed her talents. That same year, Minaj released her album, Queen, August 2018. The album included songs such as Barbie Dreams, Chun-Li, and Rich Sex featuring Lil Wayne. Overall, her album had mixed reviews, but the most notable part of her album was presumably jabs towards Cardi. There was the whole debacle of her album debuting at number two on the Billboard 200 album chart because of Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner promoting the tour bundles on Instagram if they bought a Travis album Afterworld. Nicki blamed their daughter Stormy for it. Sort of. It's complicated. <laughs> Minaj did a genius interview discussing how some artists have to pay for their tracks to be on the radio. This was a rumor that was associated with Cardi B at the time, as popular New York radio host Funkmaster Flex mentioned that Cardi B's team had paid DJs to play her songs. Whether the rumors were true or not, what seems to be the root of the beef is attaining fame through grassroots versus having a machine behind you. Tensions between Minaj and Cardi started to rise. This beef finally came to a boil at the Harper Bazaar Icons party, September 7, 2018. Several videos of Cardi throwing a shoe at a blockade of security surrounding Minaj. The night ended with Cardi having a knot on her forehead and leaving the party. Cardi quickly took to Instagram to explain her side of the story, saying, I've let a lot of shit slide. I let you sneak diss me, I let you lie on me, I let you attempt to stop my bags, fuck up the way I eat, you've threatened other artists in the industry, told them if they work with me, you'll stop fucking with them, let you talk big shit about me, I addressed you once in person, I addressed you a second time in person, and every time you cop plea. But when you mention my child, you chose to like comments about me as a mother, make comments about my abilities to take care of my daughter, is when all bets are fucking off. I've worked too hard and come too far to let anybody fuck with my success. Bitches talk all that shit and they rap, but in real life, they pussy. This shit really is for entertainment. Minaj did not let it stop there. She took to her Apple Music radio show, Queen Radio, and let it fly. Do you know what the fuck it is to sit in your fucking room for hours and days at a time writing raps? You came into my fucking culture. I never had to fuck a DJ to play my songs. This woman is at the best stage in her career and she's out here throwing bottles and throwing shoes? You put your hands on certain people, you gonna die, period. Despite this hiccup in what some would say was a successful rookie year, Cardi still continues to show the world why she belongs at the top of the rap industry. 
Since the release of Invasion of Privacy, it has gone double platinum in the US, has spent 92 weeks on the Billboard 200, and was on Rolling Stone and Times List for the best album of 2018. To finish off her incredible success, Cardi took the best album of the year at the BET Awards in 2019, and the best rap album of the year at the 2019 Grammys. And the Grammy goes to... <gasps> Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B! Needless to say, Cardi B truly established herself in the rap industry in a short period of time. Simultaneously, while Cardi B was on the rise between 2016, 2018, other female rappers were grinding and trying to find their place in the industry. This is when we start to see the birth of an army of female rappers, such as Meg Thee Stallion, Rico Nasty, Sweetie, and they start to bubble to the surface. Thank you for listening to this episode of Where My Girl's At, brought to you by Textured Air a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. It really helps. You can find us on Twitter at WhereMyGirlsAt2 and Instagram, WhereMyGirlsAt underscore TH. Make sure you check out our other podcasts, Does It Hold Up, The Blacklist, and all the other content we offer on our website, TexturedAir.com. Until next time.